Hello friends, welcome to Soul Fed with Gabby. I'm your host Gabby and I'm so thankful that you tuned in today. This podcast is all about true and real health and wellness. That means we dive so much deeper than the food. We talk about spiritual health, mental health, healing your relationship with food and your body, lifestyle stuff, all of it. This space is open for everyone and all are welcome here. I want this to be a peaceful space for you to come and leave feeling encouraged. I'm so thankful that you're here and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome back to the podcast, or welcome if you're new. I'm so thankful that you tuned in today. I hope you're having a beautiful day, whatever day it is that you're listening to this. I took last week off of the podcast. Um, The week before, I had a very busy week. I had family in town, it was my birthday week. And so it just kind of felt very stressful to think of a podcast episode, plan it, prep it, record it, edit it. It just felt very stressful. And I actually said when I first started this, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be posting weekly. I just kind of want to ease into it. And then I have been posting weekly since I started it. So I figured give myself a little birthday gift, show myself some care, just like I talk about to you guys all the time. And I gave myself a little break last week from the podcast, but I'm so, so excited to be back at it today. Um, Super thankful for you guys and just love getting to share on this podcast. So today's episode is all about the thoughts that we feed our mind and how important that is for our health, for our mental health, obviously, but that really flows into everything that we do in every part of our health. I mainly just wanted to stress the importance of these little thoughts that we think don't have any power, but the truth is that our thoughts gain power with repetition. That is a fact. That is truth. That is proven. That is obvious in our lives, I think, when we think about it. Our thoughts gain power with repetition, and that means that these little small thoughts that we have really do matter because they do add up over time. I love talking about this when it comes to body image, healing your relationship with food, healing your relationship with your body. You didn't just have one negative thought about your body, never thought it again, and then ended up with bad body image. It was the consistent, repetitive, negative thoughts about your body that led to a disordered relationship with your body, that led to poor body image, that led to lack of confidence. It is these tiny little things that we feed our minds constantly that create the beliefs that we have. I wanted to start out by just sharing some personal stories about how I have seen this to be true in my life and how how the thoughts that I have fed my mind led to really difficult things in my life that I'm now having to unlearn and that I've had to unlearn. And there's a lot of beauty in the fact that our thoughts gain power with repetition because that means that we do have the power to repeat kind, loving, true thoughts into our mind and rewire our minds to be healthy and loving and kind. And so there's beauty in that. And I just want to encourage you guys with that, of course, um, at the start. But anyway, some personal stories for me, obviously with, with my eating disorder. So I started struggling with, I started getting really insecure about my body when I was about 16, I would say. I had just recently, I grew from like ages 12 to 15. I grew about 10 inches and I'm six feet tall now. And so I honestly really struggled with my height. Um, As someone who loved to hide and who loved to stay hidden, 
being six feet tall definitely makes you stand out a little bit as a, as a girl. And so I just became so insecure and I felt like I didn't fit in. I felt bigger than everyone. And that just led me to try to find a way to cope with that and to feel better. But it was the consistent thoughts about my body and about the way that I looked that led to the negative body image that led to my eating disorder. And of course, it doesn't always lead to something like an eating disorder, but a lot of the time it can. Your eating disorder didn't just magically come into your head one day. Like you had no negative body image, no negative thoughts about food one day. The next day you have an eating disorder. That's not how it works. It's the consistent thoughts about your body, the consistent thoughts about food. And so in order to heal my body image, I went to therapy and I had to really unlearn these beliefs that I had. I remember some of the first things that I worked through with my therapist were like journaling exercises that took it back to, okay, when did I start believing this about my body? What were these first kind of initial thoughts that I start believing about my body? And so I do believe the first step is awareness and we're going to get to that later, but becoming aware of these thoughts and where those thoughts started, that was a very important part of my healing process. And it wasn't until I started filling my mind with healing thoughts that I was able to heal my body image. And when it comes to food, it wasn't just one day I had a healthy relationship with food and the next day I was scared of food. It was the consistent thoughts, me filling my mind with these beliefs about food, with diet culture, with negative thoughts around food, with fear around food. It was a constant feeding of those thoughts that led to disorder relationship with food, eating disorder. I didn't just have a beautiful relationship with exercise one day and then the next day, it was disordered. It was the consistent filling my mind with doing the research about exercise, calories, burning calories that led to these beliefs that that is better, that more is better, that led to unhealthy relationship with exercise. I also think there's a lot of power in my acne healing story. So about a year ago, I was covered in cystic acne from my cheeks down it was painful, it was hard, and I was consumed with it. And I, at the start of that journey, was just really stressed out by it, consumed by it, constantly looking at myself in the mirror, constantly picking it apart, constantly feeling just, I mean, literally consumed by it. And it was gradual thing, for sure. Like my acne in general, started out with a few pimples, but it also started out with a few like, oh my gosh, what's going on with my skin? And then it just progressed from there and got worse. And my acne got worse as my thoughts got worse. And I believe there's, it's not a coincidence that the moment my acne kind of turned around and started healing was when I finally decided to heal my mindset around my acne. And I started doing this acne healing meditation 15 minutes every day, which really just allowed me to reframe the way that I view my acne and find love for my acne, which I know sounds insane, but that is what allowed me to heal my acne and to heal my hormones. So it was just so much of my healing um, in general. And I'm still working through some of these things, some of these beliefs that I believe my whole life, which started out with just a few thoughts when I was very, very little that have led to deep wounds in my life now. And I'm still working through that when it comes to like 
these beliefs that I have about the value that I bring to the world and the value that I bring into friendships and into my work. Like I'm still working through a lot of those beliefs. And I'm actually realized recently, like, whoa, I can take the same approach that I took to my eating disorder that I can take to this. Like I just, I need to take it just as seriously because these thoughts that I'm feeding my mind about the value that I bring to the world is preventing me from showing up into the world as the person that I'm meant to be, as the fullest, most whole, most at peace version of myself. These thoughts that I'm feeding my mind are preventing myself from doing that. So how can I change that? And so that's what we're going to get into. I'm going to share some tips that are going to help you reframe your mindset, heal your mindset, whatever you're struggling with, whether it's disordered relationship with food, your body, exercise, eating disorder, bad body image, hormones, acne, like it could be anything, just lack of confidence, um, not believing that you have value in this world. It could be anything, whatever insecurities you're struggling with. I'm going to give you some tips that are going to help you reframe your mindset and help you heal your mind and just rewire your mind to flow with more positivity, peace, thankfulness, and gratitude. So the first step is obvious, and that is just becoming aware. Awareness is always the first step. So I would encourage you, if you're struggling with any sort of insecurities in any of the areas that I mentioned or any kind of struggles, I would encourage you to just take a moment to really pause and be intentional in thinking about what are the thoughts, what are the thought patterns that I'm having around this area of my life? What am I speaking to myself around this area of my life? What are these thoughts? When did they start? Just become aware of the thoughts and when they started, if you can, and just really become aware of those thoughts. Awareness is always the first step and it's a really big step. We don't give that step as much credit as we should. So awareness, become aware. The next tip I want to say is obviously talk to someone, go to therapy, go to counseling, talk to a pastor, talk to a wise friend, Talking to people is so important. Talking to people with wisdom. We were not meant to go through these struggles alone. We were not created to walk through life alone. We were designed to walk through life with others. And it is a beautiful gift that we have therapists and counselors that are trained to help us heal our minds and to help us, you know, to help us learn tools. That is something that therapy has been really helpful with for me is it's just given me this whole like kind of toolbox of coping skills and ways to, you know, become aware of my thoughts and to cope with my emotions and to cope with my thoughts and to heal my thoughts. So going to therapy is really helpful and counseling and just talking to people in general, talking to wise friends, talking to a pastor, whatever it looks like for you, whoever you can find in your life, talk to people. One of the biggest things you can do is get your struggles out of your head, out of the dark and into the light. That's where they just burn a hole in you is when you keep them inside. I cannot tell you how many times recently I have just had something kind of like burning a hole in my mind and weighing me down. And the moment I literally just say it out loud to someone else, it loses all of its power. Now, this isn't for everything. Some things really do take more time and work, but there have been so many times recently that I've just had something that I'm just constantly thinking about. It's consuming me. It's weighing me down. I'm like, maybe I should talk to someone about this. I say it to one person and it's like the weight is gone and it lost all of its power. There are so many things that if we would just say them out loud, they would lose their power. Um, And even if they don't lose their power instantly, there are so many things that when we say out loud, 
that is the first step to healing. So I would encourage you to find a trusted person to seek out professional help, do whatever you need to do so that you can talk to someone about it and get your struggles out of the dark and into the light. The next tip I have is practicing gratitude. Gratitude is scientifically proven to rewire our brain to flow more naturally with positive thoughts. There's so much science and evidence that goes behind practicing gratitude. I cannot tell you how much gratitude has helped me heal my life and heal my mind. It is insane when I think about the healing that has come from practicing gratitude in my life. And I love to I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this quite a few times on the podcast, but it's something I love talking about because it led to a lot of healing for me and it's led to a lot of healing for my clients. So if you're struggling with body image, body gratitude is one of the most powerful tools you can use. So essentially the idea behind it is that anytime you have a negative thought about your body, you respond to that thought with a thought of gratitude for what that part of your body does for you or just what your body does for you in general. I just cannot tell you how much that has helped me heal my body image and and just heal my mindset in general with just becoming more thankful. I do journal out things that I'm grateful for every single morning. And um, it's crazy. You might not believe it at first. Like You really might not believe that you're grateful for something at first. But the more, like I said before, our thoughts gain power with repetition. So the more you speak these thoughts of gratitude into your mind, the more you're going to believe it and actually feel it. So Practicing gratitude, whatever that looks like for you, that can look different for everyone. That could be journaling what you're grateful for every morning, every evening, both. That could be saying gratitude out loud when you wake up. That could be praying before each meal, thanking the Lord. That could be just saying gratitude before each meal. That could be whatever, whatever that looks like for you, but you really can't do too much gratitude. So I would encourage you to just start somewhere and start that now. If you don't already regularly regularly practice that, it's something that has a lot of power. And the next thing I want to talk about is creating healthy habits and rhythms. I talk about rhythms a lot. I am a big rhythms girl because finding healthy rhythms and habits in my life has helped me transform my life and that has has helped me transform my mindset. And so it's really important to sprinkle in these little rhythms throughout your days, these little habits throughout your days that bring you peace, that ground you, that help you de-stress, that fill up your cup. It is so important to do that. And that is so important for a healthy mind. And this could be little rhythms like journaling that are going to help you heal your mindset. This could be little rhythms like gratitude that's going to help you heal your mindset. Just having these healthy rhythms in your day-to-day, carving out a time to pray, carving out a time to read scripture and to fill your mind with truth, which leads me into my next one, which is filling your mind with the truth. For me, that has been spending more time with the Lord, dedicating more time to reading scripture. I was very intimidated when I first started diving more into the Bible um, a few years ago. I was very intimidated by that because I was like, I don't understand it. It goes right over my head. And I know a lot of people feel the same way about it, but I want to encourage you that I want to encourage you to pray about it if that's something you struggle with because you know, if you just ask the Lord, like, hey, would you give me the desire to read my Bible? He will gift you with that. Things like daily devotionals are super helpful to kind of help get you into the word. And so there's usually scripture in daily devotionals. So you can take that scripture, go to that scripture in your Bible and read around it and get the context. 
Um, there are lots of little helpful tools. The Bible app is really great that can help you kind of step into that more if that's something you're wanting to do. But there's actually a lot of scripture and I wanted to share a couple verses that really relate to this topic of our minds. And the first one is Philippians 4, 8. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's right, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. This is one that a verse that I have come back to a lot. And I remember my mom used to send it to me a lot when I was struggling with anxiety, specifically like right out of high school, like in my first semester of college and all of that. I remember she would send me this verse. And it's one that I have really grown to just see so much more beauty in than than I used to see. Um, and it's really just, I see it as guidance now. Uh, I think a lot of times we can look at the Bible and I know a lot of people struggle with this as well. You look at the Bible and you think, oh, this is just a bunch of rules. This is just a bunch of big words, a bunch of rules. And I know a lot of people have this belief that these rules are like preventing us from having fun, preventing us from enjoying our life. But it is crazy when you really dive into it and you can see that it is just laced with love. These rules, these guidance, this guidance from the Lord is just that. It is guidance because he knows our design and he knows what is going to lead to the most fulfillment, joy, and peace in our life. These rules that he gives us, this guidance that he gives us, it is for our protection. It is for our benefit. And I feel like when you can see it as that, it is the most beautiful thing. And I love this verse because... It is essentially telling you to be be aware of the thoughts that you're feeding your mind and to focus on things that are true, to focus on noble, focus on right, focus on pure, focus on lovely, focus on admirable, focus on beautiful, lovely things. I just think it's so important to acknowledge that that is guidance and um, I love that scripture. The next one that I love is that kind of relates to this is Proverbs 18, 21. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who indulge in it shall eat the fruit of death or life. I think that it, it sounds a little harsh, you know, like the fruit of death or life, but death and life are in the power of the tongue. And this can go for, of course, it's important to be aware of the thoughts you're actually speaking to others and speaking about others. Don't speak death over people, speak life into people. You know, we want to be aware of that, but I believe it does start with yourself. What are the words you're speaking to yourself? Are you speaking life into yourself? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the thoughts, the thoughts that you speak to yourself. And so I just think that's beautiful and just a powerful reminder to focus on the thoughts that you're feeding your mind. And of course, the thoughts that you are speaking out into the world? Are they thoughts that are speaking life into yourself or are you bringing yourself down? Are you speaking life into others or are you bringing others down? That is something that's very important to be aware of as well. And so just filling my mind with the truth, filling my mind with scripture, filling my mind with what the Lord says about me, how I'm beautifully and wonderfully made, how I'm made on purpose and for a purpose, how I was made for such a time as this, how we all were, wink, wink, so just filling my mind with the truth about what the Lord says about me has allowed me to believe that more, which has allowed me to see more value and purpose in my life, which I didn't used to see, which I still struggle with sometimes, but we are getting there. Um, so my faith has obviously been something that has really impacted this and just the time that I spend with the Lord, the time that I spend in prayer has gifted me with a complete renewal of my mind. I fully dedicate this complete 180 renewal of my mind to the Lord and the time that I have spent with him because 
that is really how I've experienced this healing in my life. It is the source of my healing, the source of my peace, the source of my joy. It all comes from the Lord. So my faith has been the biggest part of renewing my mind. The next thing I want to talk about is becoming aware of the content that you consume and the people that you spend time around. So is the content that you're consuming speaking life into you or is it bringing you down? Is it negative? Is it leading to comparison? It's so important to really, really take that seriously and unfollow people if you need to and mute people if you need to and make sure that you follow people that are speaking life into you. Social media can have a really beautiful impact on your mindset if you are following the right people. It can be really helpful because it is that repetition of speaking those good, positive, healthy thoughts into your mind if you're following the right people. But if you're not, it does the opposite and we don't want that to happen. So become aware of the content that you're consuming. And this goes beyond social media too. This goes into the TV shows that you watch, the movies that you watch, the music that you listen to. It really goes way beyond social media as well. The books that you're reading, the podcasts that you listen to, are they bringing you down? Are they just spreading gossip? Are they just making you anxious? Or is it uplifting? Is it encouraging? Is it speaking life into you? Is it speaking truth into your mind? So important to become aware of this stuff. Another thing is obviously, I said this, becoming aware of the people that you spend time around. And I think it's really important to make sure you have friendships in your life that you admire the fruit that they have in their life and you aspire to have the fruit that they have in your in their life. I did mention this in one of my recent episodes about how different friends serve different purposes in your life. So make sure that the friends that you're going to for advice specifically have good fruit in their life. That's so important to um, think about. So those are kind of just a few tips that I wanted to share with you guys. This is kind of a brief episode one of my quickest ones, I think, but I really just wanted to, I think it's super simple, super simple topic, but very difficult. It's not easy to do. It's not easy to rewire your mind, but it is one of the most powerful things that you can do. And I I really just want to encourage you guys that you have the power to rewrite your story. Whatever story you have believed for your life, whatever lies you have believed about yourself, you don't have to believe that story for yourself anymore. I think that is one of the most powerful things we can realize as someone who is still working through some of these things that I believe my whole life. And as someone who used to believe that I didn't have a voice to offer the world, I just need to hide. I just need to be shy. And and that's just who I am. I'm realizing like only recently, like, whoa, I really don't have to believe that story about myself anymore. I have the power to change that. And you have the power to change that too. I want you to hear this and I don't want you to hear this and think, well, that's nice for her, but I could never do that. I'm this, I'm that. Like maybe if I was that, I could do that, but I'm like this. I want to encourage you. I'm not special in the sense that I can do this and you can't. If I can do this, you can do this. So I just want to encourage you in that. I'm not a special case. I'm not special in any way. Like this is something that you can do too. And yes, you, I'm talking to you. You have the power to change your life. You have the power to take that first step to find that renewal of your mind. You get to choose. The choices we make today create the chains tomorrow. And I think that's a beautiful representation of our minds as well. The thoughts we feed our mind today create the chains that we live in tomorrow, create the chains that we're going to live in next year. So make sure that the thoughts that you feed your mind are beautiful, lovely, thankful, grateful. 
all of those things. And if they're not, start to become aware. Take that first step. Just ask yourself, this is a question that I love to ask myself that can be really helpful in this situation, is what is my future self going to be thankful for? Ask yourself what your future self is going to be thankful for and go take that first step towards whatever that is. You can rewrite your story. You are not your diagnosis. You are not these lies that you have believed about yourself. You are not your mental disorder. You're not your mental health story. You are none of those things. Those things do not define you. You have so much purpose to offer this world and you can't fully step into that purpose. You can't fully step into the value that you bring this world if you are believing these lies. So take that first step, go talk to someone, become aware of the thoughts, go find some help, go seek out help, go seek out wisdom. You don't have to live in this forever. You are not created to do this alone. And it really does just start with that first step. You can take that first step, no matter how small it seems, it is really important to take that first step. So anyway, I hope this is leaving you feeling encouraged um, because I really just want all of you to experience this healing because I know the world needs you. You are created on purpose and for a purpose and the world needs what you have to offer and you can't fully step into that if you're still living in these lies that you believed. So just want to leave you with that. Just want to leave you with that encouragement this week. And I hope that you go and take that first step after listening to this episode. That is all I have for you guys today. I am so thankful for you. Truly, I say it every week. <laughs> but I mean it. Um, if you wouldn't mind sharing this podcast, rating it, leaving a review, all these things are really helpful. Um, and I love hearing from you guys. I really do love hearing from you guys. If you have any suggestions, if you have any episodes that you want to hear, just send me a DM on Instagram. I love you guys. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Whenever you're listening to this, go take that next right step. You know what that step is. And I want you to go take it right now. (laughs) You've got this. I love you guys. I'm so thankful for you. Uh, You are so seen. You are so loved and you really do bring so much value into this world. The world needs what you have to offer. Love you guys. And I will talk to you next week.